Hi, I'm Peter. And I'm Katmia. Welcome to the This and That Chat. Hola. Au revoir. You just said goodbye. Oh, damn. How do you know that? Because that's goodbye. In? I don't know. Ni hao. That's not Chinese. I didn't say that that's Chinese. I'm saying ni hao is hi. Right. Okay. I but changed it. you didn't it. answer the question. Well, I don't know. Au revoir. Yeah. Maybe it's Dutch French? or French. No, no. I don't think it's French. Maybe. Hors d'oeuvre. Oh, maybe it's German. I don't know. Let's see how you spell au revoir. People who know this are telling us, but we can't hear you people. Or voix. <laughs> <laughs> how do you spell it? It's probably not the way you're doing oh. it. Oh, oh. Um, I know. Ah, I got it. What is it? It is French, and it is goodbye. I know that it was goodbye. I just didn't know where it was from. You remember? Oh, no. I know why I was thinking about that. Remember in Disney's um, It's a Small World? Mm -hmm. When you're leaving the ride, all of the countries are telling you goodbye in their language? Yes. Yeah. I remember seeing it there. Alvitize. <laughs> that's German. Yeah. But that's for the end of the show. It's not for the beginning. Right, so we'll, we'll end it with au revoir. Okay. But right now, we're going to start our chat. With? Subito. <laughs> Wait, what did you tell me that meant? Right away. Uh, in? Italian. Wow. Would you love to speak, like, a lot of languages? I don't know that I would want to speak a lot of languages. They say you're super smart if you do. Yeah, but I don't think you can be good at... I'm sure you can. People who work for the UN or who are interpreters, they're excellent at their job. Yeah. I, I would like I to learn how to speak German, French, Italian, and... Hmm, I think Japanese. I would like one more language that I was really good at. Wow, only one more. Reach mm -hmm. for the stars, why don't you? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I mean, you're naming four, and there's so many to choose from. And you'll be talking about four for the next 20 years and never oh, learn one man. of them I instead know. of pick one. But you one. know what? But Yeah, pick one and then what? That's and what I want to know. Then go. Right? How about if we contemplate new year's resolutions okay no, hold on that's wait, a different wait, episode oh, wait, wait, we have to no. get there i'm way ahead of schedule <laughs> yes, here that's, don't don't go there but i will say this mm -hmm. new year's resolutions are made to be broken correct just like rules yes <laughs> <laughs> but we have to get there <laughs> Well, let's leave that one for New Year's. Yes. Because otherwise we're not going to have something to, to chat about. No, and yeah, and I do have so much to say about that. But <laughs> what are we talking about today? Well, we started a conversation 
at breakfast. We did. And I... This is kind of how some of our episodes literally come up. We're having such phenomenal conversation. And we will look at each other and say... And we're like, we need to stop talking. Yes! (laughs) And I'm like, dang it, I wish we were recording right now. This is so good. This is content. And it's literally just coming out of... Just our morning conversation. That's it. That's it. So... So we want to bring Hold you on. in on a breakfast conversation. But before we do that, would you rather have no forehead oh or an extraordinarily large chin? No forehead. That means your eyebrows are growing at your hairline. That's fine. I wear a hat. So you want an extraordinarily large chin. No. Yes, because that's what happens. If you have to push all your face up, then you have an extraordinarily large chin. No, you said, would you rather have... No forehead. No forehead Mm -hmm. or a large chin. And I said, no forehead. Which gives you a large chin. You're dumb. (laughs) I, I can't even... Like, okay, let's do it. Let's choose the opposite. <laughs> it's completely unwarranted, your laughter. It's like, there's no reason for it. Wait, just choose the other one. Say you want an <laughs> What a mess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna pass out. <laughs> She's gonna pass out. Oh this episode's gonna be full. Okay. I'm gonna when the paramedics when the paramedics get here, I'm gonna sit them down. Do you know what I just have them be a part of this? They're gonna be like, breathe, man, breathe. <sighs> okay, that is the illusion of choice. Do you see that? Mm-mm. Okay. You thought we- I gave you a choice, but. Anything that you choose is the opposite of what you didn't want to choose. That's so funny to you're, me because you fell right into my trap. You're you're dumb. Okay. Okay. Now, conversation at breakfast. You all right there? Okay, yes. Breathe. <laughs> She's... Okay. Again, <sighs> again, this is why I keep saying if this was recorded and it was on on YouTube. I would be self-conscious. No, it would be so hilarious because you would be trying even harder to suppress your laughter. The kids okay. tell me when I do this, I just have to let it out. Mm-hmm. But then it goes on for a long time. Your eyes are like, Sorry. they're like, it looks like you've been crying. <sighs> You okay there? Yes, I uh, better now. Okay. So breakfast. Yes. Conversation. Mm-hmm. We were talking about getting embarrassed. Well, and more specifically, we were talking about do you feel embarrassment? Because after 21 years, I realize that I don't think I've ever heard you say that's embarrassing. Oh my god, how embarrassing. I really, it really doesn't bother me. So you feel like in your whole 40 years of living on earth, 
you cannot remember a single time in which you experience the feeling of embarrassment. I would, I, I don't know that I could say that I've never felt embarrassed because I think that would be a lie. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe there's people who don't feel embarrassment. I would say that at some point something has embarrassed me, but not enough for me to say, remember that one time that I was embarrassed because... So, I was contemplating this while we were talking about it, right? What has to be, like, you know, if this was a recipe for embarrassment... What needs to be a key ingredient in order for a person to feel embarrassed? Okay. My response to that is you have to care about what other people think about you. And I don't. And you don't. Like some people say that, that, but but I feel like that's really true about you. Like you really don't give a damn. But that's grown. Oh, can you say it like Rhett Butler? Like what? Like Rhett Butler. I don't know the exact line. Frankly, my dear. Frankly, my dear. I just don't give a damn. Ooh, yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) That's just grown over the years for me. And it's been, I don't know. Listen, I don't. Do you think men are more prone to not giving a damn? No. No? Nope. I just think it's the personality. <laughs> yeah, I do think personality has a huge thing to do with it. But I really do think that for me, it has been therapeutic. <laughs> yes, and people on the other side like me could only dream of what that's like. Because let me tell you, not giving a damn really helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think, but yeah, I think that there's pros and cons to both sides. Right? I agree. Yeah. So I, I agree because what ends up happening is for me is I don't have that outward embarrassment in mm-hmm. the situation. Mm-hmm. But then I just boil over with either being upset about it or something bothers me about it or angers me about it. Oh, that's a great way to put it because what I'm thinking is maybe you do experience embarrassment, but the way that you express it maybe is with anger, right? That you mm-hmm. feel angry while other people feel like earth, please open up and swallow me. You know, you don't think yeah. that you're just upset about it. You know, but, that's interesting, but I wouldn't be able to pinpoint it. I wouldn't right. be able to say, well here, <clears throat> right. This was a situation. Well, I think that when the stars aligned for me to be born, <laughs> they misaligned. Why? And this is why I jinx everything. This is why I have no luck whatsoever. And this is why literally everything that could befall a person that's embarrassing befalls me. That's just what happened. Because I have early memories of being embarrassed. How far back? Probably. Born. (laughs) Probably. I came out naked and I was embarrassed. Probably, I would say, early memory of being embarrassed would be the uh, the year that I went to K-5. Okay. Kindergarten. Your only year that you went to school. The only year I went to school before I was homeschooled, so people don't think, you know, I'm illiterate. 
<laughs> but I um, found her in the woods being raised by wolves. <laughs> that actually would be kind of cool. No, because Let's then we'd just, be talking and it'd be like... No, I would be like Tarzan who learned how to speak. But then people would want to study me. I don't really like it anymore. Okay. <laughs> You'd be embarrassed. I w- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, okay, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> it, this is what Wait, it but is. this is not the me show. Oh, it's, <laughs> let me tell you. We got... Um, listen, you need to start sharing some stories. Okay. Because, Yeah. Kindergarten, but you'd be thinking about your embarrassing stories if you think maybe something triggers a oh, yeah. Done. Like, for example, did you ever like f- fail in front of wait, your... wait, 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 no deviation? Oh, K5, K5. So, this may not be embarrassing to you, right? But I remember that there was a quiet time we were having in the class, okay. And there, the teacher, anytime any of the students were misbehaving, how old are you? Five years old in K-5? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anytime some, any student was misbehaving, they would be sent to the corner. And I, would, I remember thinking to myself how mortifying it would be to be sent to the corner. Because you're literally in the corner in front of the class facing the corner. There was an actual corner and you would have to stand there. Okay. So whatever was going on, it was supposed to be quiet time. I remember that I had a small little sweater that I had over my head and I was laying sideways like this on my desk. Right. But I was lifting my sweater to peek at the kid who was next to me. And this kid who was next to me kept like poking his pencil out talking quietly right and so I was like whispering back to him and without warning the teacher says I have to go stand in the corner because I was talking and I remember just like I felt like the air got sucked out of the room and I remember getting up and it was like this long walk of shame Dead to the corner. Walking. Okay. Dead man walking. And I literally remember that I just like laid my head against the wall. And I I hoped that there was like a massive like catastrophic event that would just happen <laughs> at that moment so that my embarrassment could end. But it's interesting that I remember that. And there, there's only a couple of memories that I have from K5. But that is my first like super embarrassing, I got sent to the corner, you know, which is not really a big deal, I think. Is it a big deal? Maybe for a kid? For you. For me, me as a child, yes. I would have been like, can I sit (coughs) down or do I have to stand in the corner? If they tell me to stand up, then I just lean on the corner and go fall asleep. I don't know. Oh, my God. Okay. But um, later on in life, I feel like, and I think I've said this in other episodes, but I feel like movies that I watched as a child really fueled my already overactive imagination. And so it gave me, especially where these characters that were playing 
you know, in these movies, like, Anne Shirley, um, she was so, like, imaginative and outspoken and getting into trouble. And But in the movies, right, everything is funny. Even when they get into trouble, it's funny how they got into trouble, right? To me, it was, I need to reenact this. I want to reenact this, right? Because I don't know if... I don't know if I thought it was going to be funny. I really don't know what I was thinking. I just know that I wanted to reenact it, right? So there was this kid in our church um, that me and my best friend when I was a kid both liked, right? I remember <clears throat> hiding behind chairs, whispering about him, right? And her saying that because she was older, she had claimed to him first, even though we both liked him, but she was older, so she had first dips, right? Okay. And I was like, well, that's unfair, right? It's whoever he notices first. Now, mind you, I'm going to say that we were probably 13, 14 years old around that time. So we're just now starting to notice boys, right? Boys and are still not noticing girls. Well, I don't know. Or, ju- because, or just starting to. Because let me tell you that I think, right. I, the, these boys would whisper, and this is back in the time when you would send your friend. Did you ever do that? Send your friend to say, mm-hmm. hey, uh, my friend, he says he likes you. Because your friend couldn't come and say it himself. Did you ever participate in any of that? <clears throat> I think once. I think once, and then I realized it was dumb. <laughs> And then I just did it myself. Okay. But that was but that was something that my dad taught me though. He's like, if a girl rejects you, then it's their loss. Go on to go on and talk to another one. So I I don't think I ever was really scared to go talk to a girl. Okay. Yeah. You you always came off very confident. Yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, so I have this brilliant idea that the way that he's going to notice me, right, is that. I'm going to fall in front of him, right? Because I had just seen this in a movie. And he was going to come to my rescue and he was going to get down on the floor and he was going to be like, are you okay? And then we were going to look at each other in our eyes and it was going to be magical. And then he would have eyes for no one else but me, right? What movie did you see this in? Oh my God, so many movies have this plot in it, Mm -hmm. I feel. But but back then, like what movie? It would have been like maybe Little Women, you know. Because um, I have like, you just said that. And I remembered of a movie that would have been right around that age. Yeah. Sand, the Sandlot. Do you remember The Sandlot? I did watch The Sandlot one time. Remember, I, remember when the little nerdy kid, the one with the glasses, they were at the pool and he pretended that he had, that he had drowned or he was going down to the bottom of the pool. So that the lifeguard, the girl. I, I don't remember anything about that movie except out. that they played baseball. Mm-hmm. Pulls him out of the pool, lays him down, and starts giving him mouth to mouth. And he's faking? Yeah, because like, so, so in between, yeah, like, that, she's, uh, like she's lips on lips, and then she'd like lift her head and turn to the corner, and he would look at the group and just give them a big old smile, and then go back to playing dead. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but that I have a memory of that, but I feel like I've seen that in a different movie. 
But anyway, at the, at the end, he grabs her and he gives her a kiss. Oh, and I, she when when they get kicked out of the pool, she's like looking at him like, "I see what you did." <laughs> but I feel like my plan is going to be brilliant. I know we and I, when I say that, me and my best friend had just finished watching Anne of Green Gables. Okay, and um. I feel like maybe it was a little inspired by Anne as well kind of thing, right? So we're at church. He's there with his group of friends, right, talking. And I am preparing. I'm going to walk, and I'm going to fall. But, you know, fall like a lady. Fall gently on the floor, right? Right next to him. And I'm prepared. My heart is beating. You know, here it goes. And interesting because my friend knew what I was doing. And she let me, right? Even though she had bids on him. It's just weird. She She followed along everything that I did. No, no, no. no. This girl. It's because she was smart. She was like, look at this. Look, look at this. She's just going to make this easy for me. Babe, easy is not even the word, hon. As I'm almost approaching the destination of where I'm going to fall, I actually slip on a puddle of water. I slip so, like, oh, my God. I remember, like, I'm just, like, flying. I have a dress on. There's no concern about where my legs are. It's just a nasty, super overdramatic fall in which I hurt myself, right? (laughs) And I don't even want to make eye contact with him because this is not how it was going to go, right? And all I hear is snickering from their side. Snickering, okay? And there's a bunch of old men on top of me saying, are you all right, dear? And I just, like, get up without a word and just my, I remember there being like a huge puddle stain on my dress <laughs> on the side, right? And I just get up and I walk away. And to me, that was just like, I don't ever want him to speak to me. I don't ever want him to notice me again. You can have him, best friend. I don't want him. I'm so embarrassed, okay? And then, lo and behold... Not a few months later, we are rehearsing the Christmas play. And he sends his friend over to say to me, hey, he told me to tell you he likes you. This was in front of all the parents, all the other people who were in the play, I literally wanted the earth to, again, open and swallow me. So you, okay? got, you got what you wanted, and then you're I literally got up, didn't say a word, went straight to the bathroom, and I started bawling my eyes out. Why? Because I was embarrassed that he said that to me in front of everybody else. And, but the thing is, you're a kid. Like, you're not ready to handle all these feelings. You think you are, but you're not. And somebody came in, and I said, go get my dad. And he came into the girls' bathroom. I remember sitting on the floor. And he's like, what happened? What happened? Because my dad was the only one who didn't hear it, right? And I'm like, that boy, that nasty boy, he said he liked me. 
please, I never want him to speak to me again. And he was like, don't worry, I will take care of it. He went out there, spoke to his parents, spoke to him and said, my daughter doesn't want you to speak to her again. Do you understand? And now you took something that was this small. And I, not my dad, I requested this, right? So now I blew it up into this enormous thing that now everybody was talking about. Can you can you imagine like from you? From, yes. Yes, I know. So you you're 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 replaying these stories and I'm sitting here saying, "Yep. Yeah. 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 And when my yep. dad hears this when he's going to he's going to chuckle. Well, cuz he'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's right." And you'll probably did. trigger so many more memories. It's so crazy. And the thing is, it's not only as a kid cuz this is stuff that happens to you. Still as an adult. Yeah. Like. So an adult (laughs) story. Do you have an embarrassing story? Not about about me. About you. Yes. Which one? So. Well. It's an embarrassing story. Okay. Are you embarrassed to be with me? No. It's hilarious for me. You're (laughs) you're my comedic relief. (laughs) So this story. Okay. When it was told to me that afternoon, when I got home from work, I laughed. <laughs> and you got mad at me for laughing at you because you were in such a desperate place. Okay? So, you'll remember this. This is when we lived in uh, in the Keys, in the two-story house. and With the spirit man on the bottom? Yes. And... Um, <laughs> and... You got locked out of the house. Yes, with baby Mikey. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to let you tell the story. Okay. Because, yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, we were in this apartment building. Oh, not an apartment. It was a duplex. An upstairs, mm-hmm. downstairs duplex. But the, the door leading to the outside had this thing where it would lock itself from the inside. Even though from the inside it wasn't locked. It's very odd. Mm-hmm. Right? I've only ever seen that like in um in like business offices where that happens. I don't know why someone would have put that. But I, w- I knew this, right? And it was a little bit of a windy day. I remember we had this very tiny, tiny balcony that we had. And I went out to sweep it. Right? Mm-hmm. Why is beyond me. I am very pregnant with... Nikki. Yeah, because when we moved there, you were already you were already months pregnant with Nikki. Yeah, I remember just having her. I mean, with her, people thought I, I was having twins. Mm-hmm. I had a really big belly with her. So I don't know how pregnant I was. I would have said it maybe was, six, seven a, months. It was a big child. It was a big child, 10-4, in case anybody's <laughs> wondering. All right, Nazi section. That's ten pounds four ounces, not <laughs> not a CB call radio ten four. Um, so maybe I was like six, maybe seven months pregnant. I don't know, but I remember my belly was out here, and Mike was in his crib. He was taking his nap, so I was like, okay, let me sweep right now, whatever, right? And that morning. 
I'm struggling to find something to wear, right? And I had put on a dress that was just like, okay, it gave me a little bit more room with my belly and all this stuff. And it was, you know, not as cumbersome as having to put on pants because you know how much I hate pants. But anyway, that's a story for another day. Um, (laughs) So I'm out there sweeping and all of a sudden this gust of wind comes and just closes the door. And it's one of those moments where... Isn't there like a little video going around that they're like, it's at this moment when she realized that she beeped. (laughs) (laughs) That was me Mm -hmm. at that moment because I have no extra key and I have no way of opening the door. Okay. I have no cell phone. I have nothing. And I have a baby who's taking a nap who's going to wake up at any minute. Right. So, also, we didn't know our neighbors. And at that point, oh, that's not when the spirit man lived there. Remember, there was another family who lived downstairs that they moved in after the spirit man left? No, they were in before. Before the spirit man came. Mm -hmm. This guy was a, a genuine, like, medicine man, spirit man. We would hear him doing his, like chanting with his stick remember he would like pound a stick and he would be chanting down there yes it was whoa (laughs) so i go down there and i'm like wait you remember that all of a sudden out of the blue he had a wife well i mean i thought i thought she was always with him no she just showed up oh weird yeah (laughs) just remember after he came all of a sudden we had a ton of scorpions Remember that? Yeah, they. That was not they, a problem initially, and then it was a problem when he even moved the in. scorpions were afraid of him. <laughs> okay, but anyway, um, I go downstairs and I knock on the door. Thankfully, they were there, and I'm like, "Please, I'm so sorry. I'm your upstairs neighbor, who what you've never met. Can I borrow your phone? I got locked out of my house, right?" Anybody sees a pregnant woman asking for help, I feel like people are usually very kind and considerate to a pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. The same woman cannot be pregnant and they wouldn't care, right? right? So they give me their phone and I call you because I have no idea what to do. Do I call 911? Do, what do I do? You are working at least 30 minutes away. Was Big Pine about mm-hmm. 30 minutes away? You can't leave. You know, what are you going to do? Mike's going to be awake before 30 minutes, you know? So... Um, I call you, you tell me to call the cops. You told me to call the police because there was nothing else that could be done. And I'm thinking, yeah, they'll probably just open the door, right? So I call the cops and they're so fast in the keys. They show up right away. I'm upstairs. I tell the people, thank you. Uh, They gave me an odd look, but I was like, you know, maybe they're just odd people. And I'm upstairs waiting and the cop shows up. A nice young man. And I tell him, please, sir, can you, you know, this is what happened. He peeks at the window. He sees Mike is still sleeping. And he tells me, well, ma'am, the thing is, we would have to break your door down. There isn't like a special key that we have that opens everybody's door. Okay. And that's going to cost you a lot of money. Your best bet is to call a locksmith. And I was like... You know, oh my God, a locksmith. 
when we're eating like half a bread of peanut butter just to feed ourselves because we were like barely scraping by and we have another baby on the way, a locksmith to me was like, that's going to cost us a fortune, right? So he tells me that he could break a window if he wanted, but I'm thinking like, how am I going to get myself with this big old belly inside of a window? Like, it's impossible, right? So he's like, I'll call a locksmith. So he calls a locksmith who ends up being an old teacher of yours or mm-hmm. an old coach or something. Right. Who was he? Uh, he was a baseball coach. Well, no, hold on. So he was a baseball coach of mine when I was in Little League. But wow. then I played baseball with his son in high school. Okay. So it was just an acquaintance thing. Wow. So this very nice older man shows up, right? And I'm thinking, whatever, we'll figure out how we pay it. I don't know what we're going to do, right? But I've got to get in here. At this point, Mike's already sitting in his crib. He's rubbing his eyes. I've just woken. He was always such a good child. Like, he wasn't screaming or anything. And he starts doing his work. And in the meantime, I'm like a caged lioness just walking back and forth in our little porch, looking into the window, looking at what they're doing, thinking, oh, my God, how are we going to pay for this? So I'm like in my own world. But I do notice that the cop has like avoided all eye contact with me. The older man who's the locksmith is also avoiding me. And they're acting really weird, like noticeably weird. Okay. It's just, you just have the sense, like, they're just, something's off, and I don't, maybe they think I'm a terrible mother. That's what I'm thinking now, right? And finally, he opens the door, and I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you, how do I pay you, right? And he's like, it's okay, it's on the house, I know you're having a hard day. And I wanted to cry and hug him. The cop says goodbye. He says goodbye. I go inside, close the door, and I'm running towards Mikey's room. And there was a hallway. Well, there was not, there's not really a hallway. But there's a corner mirror that we had that was a full body length mirror, right? And as I'm running by, I do it like in the movies. I run by, and then I backtrack, and I look into the mirror, And now I understand why everybody's been looking at me the way they have or not looking at me and acting weird. My dress is torn from the seam down all the way almost up to the top of my back. I'm completely displaying myself to the world in public. I still don't understand how I didn't feel a breeze? How you don't feel a breeze. I don't understand either. I don't understand either. Like, in the, in, I maybe in the preoccupation of everything that was happening, <laughs> that means the neighbors saw me, the cops saw me. All the and other people who were like, why are there cops over there looking and they saw you? Yes. So. What could I say? Like, the guy probably gave us the free coming out for the locksmith, not because he knew you. Because he was embarrassed for you. He was embarrassed for me. He was like, this poor lady. Embarrassment worked in our favor at that time. I guess. What else you got? 
What? I could fun. go I could go on forever. This I don't think fun. people want to hear my embarrassing stories. One more, one more at least. One more. Okay. But a good think of a think of a good one. Okay. I mean there are so many. There are literally so many. Ooh. Ooh. I have one. Yeah. The book story. Oh, I was going to go to the book story. That's a good one. Okay, so the book story is this, right? So I love books, in case I haven't talked about that on the chat. I don't think I have mentioned that. Mm-mm. We haven't talked about our hobbies, I don't think. Mm, not really. But anyway. We've mentioned little things here and there, but not like this. I adore books, okay? And it's in fact, it's funny because we were discussing antique stores and things to do around where we're going to be staying um, for Christmas vacation. And I showed you two bookstores that I found used bookstores. Cause those are my favorite, not like Barnes and Nobles, but used bookstores. Right. And I showed you, look at these two used bookstores and you were like, with so okay. much excitement, with like, so much like, Oh my like, God, <laughs> I have found the treasure look at this. of all of Georgia. And you were like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's a used bookstore. And then you kindly, gently <laughs> reminded me, honey, only you get excited for that. <laughs> I go with it's, you. Yes, it's not anything anyone else enjoys but you. And I was like, wow, I just realized that because when we go to an antique store, everybody enjoys walking around the antique store, you know, mm-hmm. but the books is just me. Okay, so... Anyway, we were part of a church a long time ago that people were very excited this one Wednesday night that we were there because, oh my goodness, look who's here. So-and-so is here. We'll call her Jane Smith. Okay. Jane, what is it? Jane, Jane Smith. Smith. Okay. Jane Smith is here. And I asked one of the, one of the moms there, I was like, who is this Jane Smith and why is everyone so excited? They're like, you don't know Jane Smith? She's been gone because she's been on a book tour. She's a published author. And I was like, really? What kind of books does she write? Right? And so they tell me that it's like fiction, but it's kind of like fantasy fiction. Um, And fantasy really, I mean, is kind of like, you know, Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. This would be considered like fantasy, fairies, stuff like that, right? I think she had a little bit of sci-fi fantasy is what she was writing. And a little bit of mystery, they said. So apparently she was trying her hand at everything. But I'm thinking like, have I heard of her? Like, I, her name doesn't sound familiar to me, right? So everybody's like, oh my God, Jane, can you sign my book? I read it, it's amazing, right? And I'm thinking, wow. Maybe I just discovered this, right? So I go up to her and I tell her, hey, you know, uh, what kind of books do you write? I wanted her to tell me. And she's like, oh, my goodness, you've never read any of my books. I have some books in the car. Would you like some? And I was like, this lady is so nice. Yes, sure. I'll go look at your books, right? 
So she takes me out to her trunk. She opens her trunk and she's got like this neat little piles of like, she had like three books of each, right? She's like, okay, like this series is together, right? And these are the books in the series. And then this is this over here. And then this is my latest book. So I'm like picking them up, reading the back, right? There's a couple of them that seem like they're interesting. I'm getting them straight from the author herself. How cool is that, right? I've never actually gone to a book signing for an author, I'm trying to think. No, just like music artists. I would stand in line to get their autographs when I was a teenager. But um, I pick up four or five books, right? And I tell her, thank you so much. This is so great, and I can't wait to read them. And she's like, it'll be $59.60. And now I've already taken possession. Okay, I'm already holding them, which means I've already, in what unspoken terms, accepted the fact that I'm taking them. I've chosen them. I've said I want them. And now she's telling me it's 59.60. I don't know why I thought she offered them to me. I don't know why I didn't think that she was going to charge me for them. The way that she said, would you like some to me is I'm giving them to you. I don't think that that's a stretch to think that that's what was going to happen. If she said, I have some books in my car for sale, would you like to look at them? I feel like that's a more straightforward way to but say I it. I think she was just trying to make a sale. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yes. Now I have to pretend like, of course I knew this was going to be like that, right? But I, I left my purse inside. I'm so sorry. Here you go. I give them back to her, right? And I'm like, what do you take, cash, check? She's like, either is fine. And I was like, okay, I'll be right back. You just hold on to this right here. I go back inside, and I'm thinking, how will I ever come back to this church is beyond me because I'm going out the back way. You were talking to someone. I grabbed our children and I said, babe, we're leaving right now. Not through the front door, <clears throat> through the back. Okay. And I, we left. I am, and I have no idea until we get in the car and I hear the story <laughs> on the way home. So this all happened. I'm just like, that just goes to show you, I could have been an accomplice to a murder. <laughs> but you got my back. That I could have been an accomplice to a murder. Babe. And you don't ask questions. I don't. So you're a good, uh, you're a good person to have somebody's back. Well, what was I going to do? Leave you there? Well, you could have asked questions. Well, that, that, why are we leaving right now? What exactly are we doing? That would have saved me doing? a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't, I don't think we came back for a couple weeks. Until it died down. I was trying to think, what will I tell her if she sees me again? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry my baby was crying. We had to leave. I don't know. I would have come up with something. See, you, you get embarrassed. Yes. But. Yes. You're so devious. I was just going to say that. I literally just thought that. Devious is a little strong. Did you say the word devious? Devious. I don't know. Well, what does devious mean? Devious. Because I feel, I know what devious means, but I feel like it's just a little bit strong. Because I was going to say, 
I when it not comes to any, getting whoa 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 yikes when it okay. comes to getting out of stuff <laughs> okay dang okay Go. this is what the is very first one it says showing a skillful use of underhanded tactics Bada bing. to achieve goals okay but Bada let's boom. okay i feel like devious also needs intent no listen to me listen. <laughs> i'm jumping in here Stop. You are devious. Okay, let's because explain. Let me you, you get because yourself, people are going to get the wrong idea here. You get yourself out of stuff. I do. When I have I, such a knack am, for getting I out of sticky situations. Like, what the, how and the who and the when the who? I'm slippery. Devious. Stop it. I call it skilled. Yeah. Artful. Masterful. De- at masterfully devious. Hold on. An escape Art, artist. Artfully devious. Stop it. A devious escape artist. <laughs> See, it all works. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Deviously devious. But you know what? Can I tell you something? And my family will attest to this because my family is the only one who's ever used my services. Okay? Sorry. Can we please talk about this? Let's not. Oh, we're going to. I don't know what you're talking about for real, though. Listen. Hold on. I didn't finish my sentence. There are... <laughs> Like, this could be a job. Okay. I like, think we're going in the same like direction. You could have a business where people call you and have you get them out of sticky situations. So do you know? You can call it the Sticky Devious Corporation. Stop it. The 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 deviously sticky... What? The devious... I don't know. You know what the thing is? I think I have a way with words. Okay. And so a lot of times, you know, the game of Survivor appeals to me so much because it's I outwit, just, outplay. I just figured it out. What? This is driven by your embarrassment. Okay. You are trying so hard not to be embarrassed that you come up with these devious schemes. Wow, you like the word devious. Oh, yes, devious. <laughs> you come up with these crazy Devious Lucy Lucy is Lucy is such an inspiration for getting out. Tell me what one thing. Well, hold on. Lucy did sometimes get herself out of situations that actually would have been in her favor. Well, because she would have been embarrassed. She was escaping embarrassment and she got herself in trouble. Yeah. Okay, she's a huge inspiration of mine. Okay. Carbon copy. Wow. So, wow. Yes. But anyway, so you, my family would call me and they would say, hey, I've got this issue with this company. Can you help me? And I would be like, give me the facts of the case. Because one thing I've always told you is I will never argue a case that I know I can't win. Because you got to know your limits. Are you sure you want to go to school to be a... Listen, that's so funny. That's so funny. Because you should be a lawyer. From a kid, that's what people told me. My grandmother one time, I remember, this was my dad's mom. She and I would get into like these, these word sparring things, right? Because she, I felt like she was always so hard on me. 
right? She was not like your typical grandmother, like my my mom's mom, for example. She was all about the hugs and the kisses and what do you want grandma to make you and what do you want grandma to give you? My other grandmother, she was a woman. my love, woman. Listen, no, the thing is, you know, I feel like she came from such a very, like, you got to work for what you have background that she was like that. She was so strict. So the difference is where they were raised. Possibly. Two different areas. Possibly. Two different trajectories. Yeah. So that's what you... Because we we talked about this, and we actually had several conversations this week about something similar, but where you are... Where you come from, the way you were raised, is how you project it right back out. So that was probably the same way that she was raised, right? And I don't think your dad has adopted that mentality. I of? think the being the same way that she was. No, my dad's like completely the opposite. But that happens. There's a change. Like we did a lot of things that we adjusted. Because mm-hmm. I don't think we cop I don't think we follow we kind of deviate a little bit, but um I don't think we followed any of the teaching ways of our parents. Um, well, I feel like we adapted them for ourselves. Right, we we made adjustments. Right, right. But we have it's like we took it's like our own and, right, right. It's, right, our, it's our, own, our thing. own path. But but anyway, I remember being very excited when she would come over. I remember having a lot of fun when she would come over. Okay, um, she liked to watch movies with us. She liked to talk, and I loved to talk. Right, still like to talk. But I'm saying she would actually have conversations with me, but. There were other times where she was just like, I felt like she was trying to egg me on, right? And my mom, we were actually laughing about this because we were remembering how many times I would go to my mom and I would be like, I'm so mad at her. She's like trying to tell me how to do things. And that's the thing. She would, she would come and try to boss me around as if I didn't know what I was doing, right? And I hated that. But anyway, my mom would be like, she's your elder, she's your grandmother, respect her, right? But I remember one time my grandmother, I was like, she she would say that I like to contradict her. And I actually do remember thinking that whatever she was going to say, I was going to say the opposite of it because I didn't want to agree with her. So who knows if I, because I don't remember exactly context of what was happening but I do remember intentionally making the decision that I was not going to agree with her and everything she said I was going to say the contrary to it right so um she looked at me she stopped arguing with me at that moment she looked at me and she said well if you ever need to know what to do be a lawyer because you are skilled at arguing devious But she said it in a way that sounded so like, you know, you know how people make fun of lawyers and they are like, nobody likes lawyers, mm-hmm. you know? So I do remember that. And actually, for a while, I did want to go study law only because I did feel like I was very artful in speaking, you know? And so I felt like I, I could use it to... Did she use the word tortuosa? No. 
and I wouldn't remember that, but I've never heard that word. That sounds like turtle. It means devious in Spanish. (laughs) 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 That's so funny. It would have been funny if you would have been like, yes, that's the word she used, and I never heard it again. Wow. Devious. No. Dun, dun, dun. The end. The end. That's just, and listen, there are more embarrassing things that are going to happen to me. Listen, there, I, I enjoy your, your embarrassing stories. I think everyone does. That's the point. (laughs) People laugh at them. I know, but I get to, I get to live in the moment of them happening. So I get the raw emotion and the raw laughter. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. And you get to laugh at them as they're happening. Did you say that? Yes, as they're happening. Because we didn't talk about the time that I took a nasty spill in front of a group of onlookers. And you laughed at me. I helped you up. You did help me up. But I laughed. But I slid. Did you know that sandals can act as like skates? They're skis. Okay. I mean, like, I still have permanent hip pain from that fall. Not because of that fall. How many times have I fallen? There you go. Exactly. <laughs> so you can't There's say, a bad knee and all. So you can't say it was that fall. It's the Listen, last story, and I'm going to close this off. Okay? <laughs> this is when I was a kid. I was about 12 years old in this one, okay? My... We were homeschooled, right? So there was this moment where we would all get super excited that UPS was here. UPS, at some point, it was the same guy who would come. I love this story. I don't even think this that you know what story I'm going to say. Oh, we'll I see. know this story. Let's see if you know. Oh, so, I, I, this is the delivered and the... Oh, my. Oh, wow. I know this story. Okay, so... <laughs> So we would all get super excited. UPS is here. He's bringing our boxes. We would get to see our books for the very first time. Everyone was super excited. I run to the door. The UPS guy is here. And I will say this. As an adult looking back now, I remember him being a good looking guy. As a kid, right? I don't think I'm kind of focused on that right now. But even more embarrassing to think about it from this point backwards. Okay. So. My mom, my okay, so I run to the door. My mom's got to go to the door as well because she's got a sign. I feel like too much happened as we all ran to the door, and there was this chair that this happened in a movie as well. Oh, I know what movie this happened in. Do you remember in Sweet Home Alabama? No. That there was a chair that it was like, don't sit in that chair because it flips open. Yes. And then the mayor or the, yes, yes, the mayor comes and sits in it and whatever, right? Okay, so there was a chair in our house that if you sat in it a certain way, it would just spring open and just like fling you, okay? And I don't know what happened as I'm opening the door for the UPS guy to roll in his his uh, his cart with his boxes. I trip and fall on the chair just right. Just right. So that I now spring and now he's trapped while I am just again there sprawled 
in a way that I am trying to scramble to get up, okay? In all of this, I hear a tea kettle. I remember hearing a tea kettle, okay? And wheezing happening. And I, as I can, get out of my predicament. He looks embarrassed for me. And when I turn around, my mother is bent in half, laughing, wheezing so bad, she can't even sign the paper. You found the tea kettle? I found the tea kettle, okay. I remember, once again, this long, slow march of humility. Humility. Humiliation to my bedroom. Dead man walking. And all I could hear, listen, the UPS guy started snickering because of my mother, of how she was laughing. But my mom and I had a good laugh about this when I went to go see her right now. So I'm glad I can entertain other people. Yes. I'm that's glad. That's it. That's, that's how you keep me around. You keep entertaining me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the show will end one day, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, but the entertainment doesn't. Oh, my God. Anyways. Thank you guys for listening to Kemia's Embarrassing wow. Stories. You said no embarrassing stories. But I, we talked. We started the the thing with I don't get embarrassed. That's true. It's good. Anyways, for more embarrassing stories, join us next week <laughs> because <laughs> it's just part of our daily lives. So you'll hear a bunch of stuff that oh happens God, to you us. Just jinx me for this week to come. Oh my goodness. Well, maybe we'll talk about that next week. Be oh like, my God. Do you know that this entire week has been just a week of embarrassment? <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it, are you uh, embarrassed? Part duh. What? Part duh. What? Part duh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about? Oh, my God. Hold on. Can I? <laughs> she can't breathe over there. Look. Okay, let's just let's no go. look. No, listen. Stop. Gonna... Just cut. No, why? Because I can't find. How do you when you stop it? Pronunciation. Hold on. I think you're trying. Is it D E U X? Yes. It's another. Is it French, right? How do you pronounce? Okay, here, hold on. You said dough. Dough. Well, I don't know. Let's hear. D. D. Okay, okay. All right, we're done. We're done. Come back next week. Have a wonderful week, guys. Have a have a wonderful week. What was it? Au revoir. Right? Avidze. Avidze. Goodbye.